Ciao amici. Welcome to Cinema Italiano, the podcast dedicated to the Italian experience as told by film. Today, we'll be talking about two of the Italian films in selection at the 59th Chicago International Film Festival, which ran from October 11th through the 22nd, 2023. As a quick note, I might not have mentioned this before, but our website, cinemaitalianopodcast.com, recently got a refresh, including a new subscribe feature where you can enter your email address and receive every new post, including episodes, reviews, news updates, and more. It's a great way to keep up to date beyond the main podcast feed. And back to the Chicago Film Festival, we had four Italian films as part of this year's selection. The Beautiful Summer, or La Bella Estate, directed by Laura Lucchetti, Kidnapped, The Abduction of Edgardo Mortara, or Rapito, directed by Marco Bellocchio, as well as La Chimera, directed by Aldice Rohrwacher, and Lubo, directed by Giorgio Diritti. La Chimera even won two awards at the festival. First, the Silver Hugo for Best Ensemble Cast Performance, going to, quote, the magnificent choir of interpreters in La Chimera. Each one offers a distinct voice as they all give invaluable performances in service of bringing a unique world alive. La Chimera also won the Silver Hugo for Best Cinematography, going to Hélène Louvard, quote, for the inventive and free-spirited method of filming a world of great beauty and for her skillful way of balancing light, color, and texture, all in service of enhancing the essence of the story. I haven't been able to see La Chimera yet, but it's continuing to roll out at film festivals in North America throughout the fall and winter. It's been acquired by Neon, who's the same company who distributed Bong Joon-ho's Parasite, Ruben Oslin's Triangle of Sadness, and Justine Triet's Anatomy of a Fall, so it will make its way more broadly here in the United States. The two Italian films at the Chicago Film Festival that I was able to see were Kidnapped by Marco Bellocchio and The Beautiful Summer, directed by Laura Lucchetti, which made its North American premiere here at the festival. I'll include full written reviews here in the show notes, plus links to the movie trailers. Kidnapped, or Rapito, is the latest film by Marco Bellocchio, who's been making films since the 1960s. It tells the real-life 19th century story of Edgardo Mortara, a young Jewish boy who is taken from his family by the Catholic Church in Bologna during the era of the Papal States. The church had learned that Edgardo was baptized by a Catholic and, according to papal law, the boy has to be raised within the Christian faith and therefore taken from his family. His parents, up against the literal government, the Catholic Church, try every avenue available to them, but as years go by and after the political situation shifts from the government being the papal state to the unified Italy, Still, nothing can be done to bring the guilty parties to justice or to reclaim back their son. It's a horrible story and is both eye-opening for what the papal state meant in practice with the Catholic Church as the government answerable to no one, as well as how late, historically, the Inquisition continued to last. It's so often thought of as a long-ago, medieval-era period of history that ended so its reverberations, continuing as recently as the 1800s, is genuinely disturbing. 
Kidnapped premiered in May 2023 at the Cannes Film Festival in competition for the Palme d'Or and opened shortly after in Italian cinemas. It debuted at number three at the Italian box office, the same weekend as Disney's remake of The Little Mermaid, and remained the top Italian language film at the box office for several weeks. Shortly after, it won seven Nastri d'Argento, or Silver Ribbon, awards, voted on by Italian film critics, including Best Film, Best Director, and Best Screenplay awards, plus Best Actress for Barbara Ronchi, who plays the boy's mother Mariana, and Best Supporting Actor for Paolo Pierobon, who is memorably chilling as Pope Pius IX. I really liked this film. Similar to Marco Bellocchio's The Traitor, another real-life procedural drama, following the infamous Maxi trial, the first time where a mafia boss, Tommaso Buscetta, testifies in court. It has a clear setting of the historical context, Bologna in the 1850s, under papal state rule, up through the creation of a unified Italy, and annexation of the papal states in 1870, all leading up to the death of Pope Pius IX. The simmering historical context is the catalyst for the action, and it is through procedural institutions, through petitioning, appeals, and trials, that the systematic flaws and weaknesses come to light. Kidnapped is being distributed in North America by Cohen Media Group and is continuing to roll out at film festivals. The other Italian film I saw at the festival is The Beautiful Summer, or La Bella Estate, directed by Laura Lucchetti. This is the first film I've seen by her, and it's her second feature after Fiore Gemello, or Twin Flower, from 2018. The Beautiful Summer premiered at the Locarno Film Festival in August 2023, and opened in Italian cinemas later that month. It's based on a novella of the same name by Cesare Pavese, and in that same book, Another novella, Tra Donne Sole, was adapted by Michelangelo Antonioni for his film Le Amiche. The Beautiful Summer is set in Torino just before World War II and follows Genia, a seamstress who shares an apartment with her older brother Saverio. One day, she crosses paths with Amelia, an artist's model, and the two form an instant connection. As the two get to know each other, Genia crosses more into Amelia's social circles with artists and other bohemians, and they each find lovers and male artists, though the real love is Genia's feelings towards Amelia. As a coming-of-age story, it's interesting to see how Genia changes as she goes through a rise and fall of young, not-quite-requited love. After meeting Amelia, who is more outgoing, bold, and direct, Genia herself grows a greater confidence and begins to excel at work getting the attention of her boss at the fashion atelier, and is brought up from the basement to attend to clients. She's doing well for herself, and we want things to turn out for her. Her connection with Amelia grows more intimate, and the two kiss and even dance closely together at a ballroom party. This is in parallel path with both girls having boyfriends that each is aware of, and it's as though the male artists are just accessories because the real connection here is what the two women have together. But the feelings Genia has for Amelia never feel returned. We only see things from Genia's perspective, but Amelia never seems to have quite the yearning for Genia that she has for her. Young love is often foolish, but it's frustrating to see Genia, 
who has such a good head on her shoulders, wait around for someone who won't take the brave leap that Genia is. Which makes Amelia all the more confusing. We meet her as someone who's very free-spirited, and she isn't afraid to kiss Genia or to share a romantic dance with her. Even with the growth of fascism going on in the background, Amelia seems oblivious or unshaken by the way history is turning, so that almost seems like a non-issue for why she doesn't quite meet Genia where she's at. The relationship I found most moving from The Beautiful Summer was actually that of Genia and her brother Saverio. He himself is struggling, professionally and academically, and Genia is who supports and encourages him. He in turn waits up for her for her birthday, even when she's been out late with Amelia and their boyfriends, and he's who's there for her when things with Amelia reach their inevitable conclusion. I also wanted this movie to be better for Yile Vianello's sake, the lead actress who plays Genia. Her performance is excellent, and through her intense gaze and deliberate tone of voice, she brings to life so many layers of her character. Something that made me chuckle early on in the film was how forcefully she rebukes a man who talks to her at a cafe. He's probably trying to hit on her, but he's not being outwardly creepy. But her quick rebuttal and almost deep voice to shut him down is not only funny, but also makes you think Genia, who's a pretty young woman in the city, that she puts up with this kind of thing a lot. And the lovely scenes where her character shows pride and happiness, like her smile as her employer compliments the good work she's doing, or the memorable sequence of Genia and Amelia together dancing at the ballroom, are so sweet and pure. I wish the movie was worthy of these tender moments and of Yile Vianello's great performance. As of right now, October 2023, The Beautiful Summer does not have a distributor in North America yet, but it's continuing to roll out at other film festivals, so it could get picked up soon. I wasn't able to see La Quimera or Lubo, but to speak briefly on their synopses from the Chicago Film Festival Guide, for Alice Rohrwacher's La Quimera, English archaeological scholar Arthur has the uncanny ability of intuiting where to find hidden artifacts. Recently released from an Italian prison, he returns to a small Tuscan village. There, he reunites with a ragtag band of misfits who search for and unearth Etruscan relics buried with the dead. When the group encounter a treasure of immeasurable value, their attempts to traffic the objects bring their actions into sharp focus, and they must question their role in the plundering of history. La Quimera is being distributed in North America by Neon, so I expect it to be available late 2023 or early 2024. And next, Giorgio Diriti's Lubo. Lubo, a traveling busker, is conscripted into the Swiss army to defend against a potential German attack. While serving, he receives the news that his wife has died and his three small children have been taken by the state as a part of a national re-education program for Yenish children. He flees his unit, adopts a new identity, and begins a desperate search to reunite his fractured family. Lubo does not have a distributor yet, but it's continuing its round on the film festival circuit, so we may get updates here soon. As always, thank you so much for listening. 
please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your choice of podcast platform. You can also follow the show on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time, ciao Michi.